Welcome back, stoners. Welcome to Stoner Talk. I am your host, B. C. All right. And today, stoners, we're going to talk about something that we all need to recognize. We're going to talk about something that we all need to know. Now, before we get into that, I want to say uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, it's 2020, stoners, <laughs> and hold on, let me light my thing for that, New Year, baby, okay, are you serious, how sticky is this, anyways, New Year, and, uh, well, it's January 3rd, but, New Year, stoners, and um, I want to be the first to let all of you know that we ain't shit. We are nothing. This is the worst generation ever. Um, now before you get your panties in a bunch and y'all bunch in the panties, let me explain myself. I was um, I honestly wasn't even gonna do a podcast today. Um, you know, it's still a holidays, you know, still got family out and all that good stuff. So, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is a little weak, but I wasn't even trying to, you know, do a podcast today, but I was in the living room literally just now and I was watching hidden figures and hidden figures, that movie has so many scenes that made me sit back and think to myself wow we ain't shit like we literally ain't shit let me let you know the first scene that made me think that we ain't shit because I, I i'm honest with myself stoners i'm not gonna try to pretend i'm something that i'm not okay so i'm watching um forgive me i don't remember all the people names i literally just saw the movie uh like an hour ago but um the first lady that wanted to go to the all-white school to learn engineering okay she had to sign a petition get a petition signed by 100 people and go to the state court and plead her case just to go to the school to learn to possibly get a job now I look at that and I'm like most niggas nowadays if you tell them nah you can't come here they be like well dog you can't go I don't know what to tell you the acceptance now I don't want you to think I'm going to turn this into you know a, a race podcast this is not it even though it will play its part but I'm speaking to everyone you know every individual even though there are no such thing as individuals but we'll get into that later my whole I'm, I'm looking at this thing I'm like look at the resilience of this woman no lawyer just up there Giving her all upstanding, shoulders back, proud, all to go to school. You know, I looked at another scene. I was um watching. Mm. It was the scene where um the the, the big chubby lady. I, it really sucks that I don't know their names, but whatever. The big chubby lady um, working working with the uh, IBM. They used to call them computers. Well, she had finally got a promotion, something that colored women, especially colored women, did not get. But she got a promotion. But the catch was to 
to um in order to get the promotion and move on up better pay better everything you have to take these bunch of women with you to work in the computer room now she's already came from a room full of black females her friends that can do the work that these white women can do and even better so you know what she did no ma'am uh if you want me up there and i need a team i have a group of girls ready to go she made sure she held down her squad her people her heritage it ain't enough that i'm okay what about the people i'm riding with well forget about them i don't have that luxury what else you got I like that about back then. We don't have that now. You know, we have a, you know, it's few and far between you find people out here literally living for the next person, which that's what we're supposed to be doing. That would make the world a better place if we were living for the next person, you know. Now, I'm not saying be stupid about it and make sure all your money and time go on to the next person. No, but you see somebody in need and you can help them do so. You know, to to know is God to do. Well, that's good. We all want to be good. Okay. Now I'm looking and and and, and here's why I started thinking like that. Because think about this. Think about this story. This is why I say we ain't shit. Look at how. All right. Let's bring it way back. Let's go to slavery. Hmm. We had to band together as a people hmm? to come up out of there. Now we had helps. We had help from a lot of white allies, you know. But at the end of the day, we had to band together as a people to come up out of that. Let's move forward a little bit. Jim Crow segregation, 40s, 50s. We had to band together. And go sit down at them counters. If that bus would not take one black woman. Oh well you don't take nobody in this neighborhood. We'll walk to work. That was the unity that we as a people had. Hell even white people. I mean it was it, it was very dangerous. <laughs> you know but at least they had unity. You can't get unity nowadays. Remember when, remember when Gucci basically handed us their ass to kiss? Oh, yeah, stoners. All T.I. wanted you to do, hey, don't wear Gucci for three months. Oh, my God. It was a bigger protest against T.I. than Gucci. Like, you ain't got nothing else in your closet. But whatever. That's not none of my business. I don't even know why I brought that up. Moving forward. We... Look at the 60s and 70s. Okay, stoners. Oh, yeah. Black Panthers. Black Power. Now, that wasn't created by no 20-something-year-old, 30-something-year-old, 40-something-year-old, 50-something-year-old. That was created by teenagers. The people that was running the Black Panther organization were teenagers. They seen people in their community starving, so they created free breakfast. For the whole community. When they started seeing police killing and knocking down their own brothers and sisters. They were the police that policed the police. 
And if we got to go to jail, then we got to go to jail. Even in the 80s, to a point. But then, you know what? The big man, the man with the green, realized something. Okay? Everybody can't be the same. It's just like slavery time, stoners. You have the house nigga and you have the field nigga. Now, they both niggas, but they looking at each other like one's better than the other. Y'all both slaves, but you looking at it like one's better than the other. So you have a rich bourgeois black or white man looking down on the poor black or white man. Not because y'all are any different, just because of social and money status see back then all we had was each other so it was way easier to to come together and fight when things just got too nah we're not taking that we're not taking that no more but now when you make enough house niggas and I, I really hate to use that word because I know the moniker behind it I understand that nobody wants to be called a house nigga but it is what it is when you're a millionaire, billionaire, you have brands, you have things that you don't want to part with. You worked hard for that, right? We get it. But they get it also. You come from nothing, you know? So if what you have is threatened, you're a bow out. You're a bow out. See, it's few and far between people like Muhammad Ali at in a prime of his boxing career said no to the war. We had no business over that in Vietnam and he knew that. And as a man, he stood tall. Colin Kaepernick doing good in the NFL. You know, nobody was even bothering him. He wasn't even a he wasn't even a thought. But he see what's going on with his people. So he took a knee. Those type of people who are willing to sacrifice everything for the dignity of their people, those people come few and far between. And we got to celebrate those people who do that. See, those are the people who, who will bring, not only put the ladder down for you to climb up, but if you need help going up that ladder, they'll do that also. We have to see we're so easy to figure out. See, everybody think they're important. Everybody think they're the shining star. So what did corporate America give you? Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Since you think you're a star, show me. And now you're not an individual anymore. (laughs) Don't sit up here and tell me you have your own thoughts. You, you do not. I used to wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, wash my face. You know what I'm saying? Hit me an easy one and get my day started. Now, I wake up in the morning, check my phone for notifications and updates and emails, brush my teeth, wash my face. Yes, I'm not going to exclude myself. I'm not perfect. But see, I'm literally, re- I have no script in front of me. I'm literally was in the living room watching this movie, realizing we Ain't shit. Grabbed my microphone, hooked up my keyboards, and, oh, keyboards, hooked up everything, came in the, uh, the other room, and started recording. 
Because I've, I've realized that I ain't shit. Now, yes, I was one of the forefathers of this uh, Southern battle rap thing. One of, you know, I'm not the one that made it. I'm one of. There's plenty of people down here who traveled and, and put blood, sweat and tears into this thing. You know, so I'm trying to leave a legacy that way. That's my way of helping my community. Giving the young people something else to do other than shoot and kill each other. If you can't make it into the music industry, come try battle rap. That's what I did unknowingly, you know, but I've, I've never showed value in the things that you may think are valuable. I've always valued friendship more than anything. I've always valued family more than anything. Why? Because I've, I've never really had family and I've never really had friends. I value what you never, I value the things that are rare in life, love, friendship, family, loyalty. Things like money and materialistic things that are literally everywhere and being exchanged on a whim. I'm, I'm not worried about that. But a lot of people are. And, 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 and Big Brother realizes that. So you're not going to get people like Oprah Renfrey, Jay-Z, P. Diddy, Lil Wayne. You know, people of that stature, millions on their way to billions, right? They can they can put all their money together, not even all their money. Wayne, you take a hundred million. Oprah, you take a hundred million. Jay Z, you take a hundred million. Beyonce, you take a hundred million. Four hundred million dollars. Put that towards your community, your community, your people. Help out the next man. Wayne, take a hundred million, go down to New Orleans and do something, clean it up. But. Nobody wants to do anything that would rattle the cage of the ones that could take everything from you. And that's what happened. See, when Muhammad Ali was champion, he was champion, but he was he had money, of course. But he still stayed grounded. He still stayed in the he's not in the ghetto. He didn't live in the ghetto, but he was around there. It, it wasn't hard to reach your arm out and touch him. So he understand the plight of the man that, that supposedly is down low. He understands why is this war going on why is our young brothers going over there killing themselves over a war they don't even know why it's why why are we here when I have white men sicking dogs on me and calling me nigger every day why ain't we dealing with these problems he realized that as a man so he took a stand now he could have shut up status quo went did your little time in vietnam then came back i mean he was a champion he was a, he was a, a celebrity he could have got a desk job if need be he didn't have to get into the shit but even that would have been a lie for him i'm telling you stoners they have figured out how to control everybody's mind control is already here it's called instagram I'll show you a video and I'll, sh I'll tell you how you feel about it. Yeah, stoners. There's no such thing as individuality. No. Whatever thought you're having right now, whatever thought you're having right now, somebody else has had it 
multiple times over. And the bad part about it is you know they have and you don't care. This is the age of I don't care. And with that, let me pay some bills. I'll be right back. And we are back. You see, like I was saying, stoners, uh, this is the age of I don't care. Mm Mm-hmm. Trayvon Martin got killed. Everybody had on their hoodies, blacking out their profile pics for about a month. After the verdict, two weeks after the verdict, none of that happens again. Now it's used as a punchline or 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 a point to making an argument or something. Sandra Blaine, Fidel Castro. If these killings happened and I say maybe the sixties or seventies, it would I'll put it to you like this. We not even fucking with the 90s. And I'm a 90s child. I was born in the 80s. But we not even fucking with the 90s. Man, when they beat down Rodney King like that. And then got off. One black man being unjustly done to. Literally lit the whole city of LA on fire. One black man did that. Oh, you messed over this this black man, Rodney King. You know Rodney King? Never heard of him. But he black and they wrong. We standing for him. So you know what? Raw. We gonna tear up everything. We don't care. Now, some people may see may see that as, you know, animals and they don't know what they're doing and they're rioting. No, that was the most unified thing you've ever seen. I don't care how many looters, I don't care how many opportunists was out there. The the baseline of that whole L.A. riot was because they beat on Rodney King and got off. So the whole, not just a part, not just a little bit, the whole L.A. black community stood up and their voices was heard. Burnt the city to the ground. You take one of ours, we take five of yours. Now, let me ask you a question. You think anybody doing that nowadays? Come on, man. I got to go to work. I work over there, bro. Don't do that to my job, man. Oh, bro. More excuses than a nigga going to jail. That's the difference. There was no... Mm. Good tasting, bud. Back in the day, there was no... Oh, man, my... Oh, but what about my... My... Look at the melanin on your skin. I, we don't know that word. We know we, we know us. I never heard of I, what is that? What does that mean? I. That's how it was. I remember so many stories of people in the 60s and 70s, 40s and 50s, you know, doing remarkable, remarkable things with little to no help and little to nothing. We have people who have not only way more than those people. I'm talking about way more money, way more resources, way more allies, and wouldn't do a fraction of what these young men and women did back in the day, black and white. 
because there were white people in that civil that civil war that civil war that's what it was a civil war that civil war there were white people standing with black people too getting dogs sicked on them there were white people sitting next to black people at them counters trying to de uh trying to get segregation up out of here even though i do i kind of agree with charlemagne the god a little bit um he said uh segregation was a great idea just uh, executed poorly you shouldn't separate people by the uh color of their skin you should separate people by the uh actions and their behavior if you a thug thug kill him up thug then go steal over by the thug thug kill him up thugs but I, I agree with it you know what i'm saying but who am i nowadays I just think we all fake. I just think we all ain't about that. Not nowadays. We ain't about that. Are y'all about organizing? Getting your closest 10 to 20 friends and policing your neighborhood. And if the police come back there, you standing right there watching them, making sure they handle every situation by the book. If they say anything, you know your rights. Are you willing to go to jail? Martin Luther King was. He was a, a convicted felon. I don't think he was good at two shoes. Every progress starts with struggle. There is no such thing as, oh, there got to be a better way to do this. No, there isn't. They understood that back then. We lost sight of that. Take the Colin Kaepernick situation, stoners. You know what the big thing I kept hearing from everybody? Yeah, I understand why he did what he did, but he could have found a better way to do it. No. The idea of a protest is to disrupt. What's the what's a bigger disruption than a well-known football player taking a knee? Well, actually taking a seat during a uh, national anthem and then a knee. He started off disrespectful and then got respectful. And all we talk about is, well, maybe there's a better way of doing it. No, there's not a better way of doing it. The protest is not what you focus on. How loud I'm yelling is not what you focus on. Do you hear what I'm saying? Ask your question, stoners. If you look on the side of the street and you see one cop two seconds away from shooting a young man and right next to him is another young man, black, kneeling during a national anthem. Which one do you stop first? I understand the mean. I I understand what a protest is. Okay, just like a, it's just like, hey, listen to me. Okay, we're listening. Boom. That's the purpose of a protest to get people to listen. A protest is the voice. So that's why I never really got the Colin Kaepernick situation thing. Like I didn't I didn't get why that was just so hard and, and 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 you know what i realized about that whole situation we're gonna get back on topic but i just want to say something about that nobody bought that up 
Like the plain fact that what a protest is. Every time he could have found another way to, but the point of a protest is to disrupt so people can notice you and then you let them know your grievances. He disrupted, y'all noticed, and he told y'all the grievances. Now let's attack the grievances. I just, I don't understand, but you know, um, but that's not here nor there. I don't even want to dwell on that. Let's get back to what I was talking about. We ain't shit. <laughs> and I think we need to do better. You know, we all need to do better. You know, um, I sit up here and I see certain people doing things and you have the opportunity to help others, but because you think they're going to either take your spot or slow you down, you you don't want to. You know, we have to have belief in each other. We have to help each other. You know what I'm saying? Rosa Parks would have never had the courage to do what she did if she was a lady in today's time. Because she know nobody would have had her back. You know? Who would have had her back when all them cops coming up there to beat on her? You know what I'm saying? They had a video on you on, on Instagram, on YouTube, Instagram, whatever, not too long ago, a couple years ago, I, I think, um, of this young black lady getting beat on by the police, you know, on a on the side of the highway, California somewhere. And he like really UFC grounding pounding this lady. Like she's trying to block punches. She's not even fighting back anymore. She's literally blocking punches. He's going ham. Everybody's recording the situation. Not one gentleman got out their car and said, fuck that. If I'm going to jail, I'm going to jail. You tripping. See, a cop wouldn't have been able to do nothing like that, which is funny because back then you can kill a nigga back then and, and get awards for it. And they still wouldn't let nothing like that happen. They said, oh, it's like that? Let me go get a couple of my partners. And they're going to get a couple of more of those. We're going to dress in all black and you're going to deal with us. We don't have nobody like that now. We don't have nobody like that. Nobody's about that. And they know y'all not about that. Y'all have Instagrams you're trying to protect. You have brand names you're trying to protect. You have... You have you have money coming, you know what I'm saying? You have so much going on. And they know. And they know you'll do whatever you have to do to protect it. Even if it means turning your back on your own people. Please follow me on all my social medias. Mr. Super Duper BC. That's M-R-S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A. Also, hop on over there to YouTube. Follow me on YouTube. That's Stoner Talk. I drop a video every now and again over there. You know what I'm saying? I do what I do because I do what I does and I does it well. Um, and again, I hope y'all really uh, enjoyed this podcast. And I hope y'all listened. You know, um, I didn't exclude myself from everything or anything. You dig? I, 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 we all need to do better. You know, it starts inside because... Compared to the 40s and 50s people, 60s, 70s people, even the 80s and 90s, 
We are so self-centered. We are so all about us. We are so all about me and not us. Excuse me. And, and, and it's so easy. That's why it was so easy for us to be divided with this whole Trump situation. Because everybody has their own agenda. And if your agenda doesn't help or coincide with mine, then we're enemies. And that's exactly what it was. It wasn't about race. It was about agendas. Your agenda should be to live a well life and help the next man live a well life also. Plain and simple. Simple and plain. Stoners Unite!